practice this until I fell off the boat. Damn it. <laughs> Let me know when we're done. Yeah, let's start the goddamn show. <laughs> That's a uh, nice Game Dev Breakdown Podcast. Todd Mitchell here, John Scheiber over there. Sea of Thieves up on the screen tonight, and me drinking because we have just screwed with audio for. Uh, I don't even want to think about how long. Yeah, uh, and only only the Lord should know. He'll tell me one day. <laughs> Hopefully soon when it kills me. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this is the uh, this is the game. Cool. <laughs> Let's go. Up. This is the uh, this is the last night of the beta, I believe, right? I is yeah, it? I think it it's shut down it shuts down tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow, so early morning, like uh, mid morning, yeah. Okay, all right. I didn't realize that. So this is this has been an open beta that they're doing leading up to two weeks from now, an official release. Okay. Um, they're going to add some more content into the game, from what I understand. They're being hopefully a beginning, <laughs> just, <laughs> like some kind of this had nothing. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of just get uh, shoved into the world. And some of the complaints I've heard is that, well, what do you do? Yeah, that's my complaint. I kind of what is this game? <laughs> right. And so it is kind of confusing at first, and it led to a first hour of frustrating gameplay. I have to be just honest about that, and from my perspective. But once I figured out what to do, I actually started to have a lot of fun. The devs talk about um, some in-game activities start to take place, and then it unlocks some neat and interesting things for the more advanced users. So right now we're poor, we're dirt poor. We got this crummy boat. It's got nothing cool, and we're gonna go find our first treasure. Okay, that's interesting. Look how pretty it is, man. It is very nice graphically. A lot of motion. Okay, more north. Yeah, well, we're in some pretty choppy seas right now. It may be because I have it up on two monitors, but that's a, a little pukey. Just a little bit. So this game, I think, from what I've, I've heard hinted at, is additional NPCs are going to be added. In-game stuff is already in here. It's just that we can't progress far enough in enough time to get to it. But it's already here. Um, I think they have intentions on continuing to update it. I hope so. This game has a ton of potential, in my opinion, to be fantastic for several years. It's going to beat the shit out of Destiny. I'm, I'm very optimistic. If they add just a few things to this game, and I think that's kind of what they want to do, some more NPC interactions, some more surprises out here in the ocean, it would be just perfect. It's fun when you run into players. I have had a blast playing it so far with a, my other group of buddies just doing treasure hunts there's several forms of quests you get you can do ones where you need to go trap animals and bring them back to the market and sell them you've got these where you can do these treasure hunts sometimes you randomly find treasure hunts like riddles and bottles that you have to solve mm -hmm. there there's a giant forts um and some of them are occupied by skeleton npcs that shoot you they shoot cannons at you they try to stab you they they just mangle you and there's hidden treasure on those they're sharks. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I've I've been interested in everything I've seen, but mostly I just I uh, I went it alone, so I had to sort of crash the ship into an island and get killed by skeletons a couple of times. I, I yep. I chased a pig for a while and trapped it. It's it's awesome. the variation does seem interesting. I would love to see more more structure added to this because right now it's kind of pirate survival. Which is kind of a weird hybrid category, I think. Yes. it's um, I, I like it for the aspect of just dumping you in and not being handholdy, but at the same time, like just a smidgen 
of direction because it causes immediate discouragement from a lot of people I know have immediately shut the game off and not even want, w- are willing to give it a chance, it seems. Yeah, I, I was going to spend more time with it than I did, but the uh, first half hour went so poorly. <laughs> yeah, I, I did pretty much jump off of it. So, not to say I would never come back, but uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see more in terms of an actual introduction, quest system. Yeah, a little bit of hand-holding is a good thing if you have a game this uh, this wide and this deep. Yes, and different. Yeah, and yeah, we're in uncharted territory here. Once you get in the groove, now this is when I'm going to start praising it. Once you get in the groove on this game, man, I tell you what, when you got a buddy with you, at least one, it is one heck of a good time, especially when you run into another crew and you're both cautious about attacking each other and then somebody eventually says F it and shoots at the other one and then you have this hilarious battle and you both wreck into each other and the next thing you know, you're drowning in the water with your enemies. (laughs) Well, who doesn't love that? And you'll be laughing and having a blast because, I mean, you can do fantastic things we'll we'll get into here in a minute. If the treasure is some wood, I found it. (laughs) I don't think that it is. Well, one man's wood is another man's treasure. Oh, no. (laughs) Yep, hit it. Nailed it. I'd help you. I don't think I have a shovel. Yeah, I do, but you're doing fine. Okay, so that is the that's how you do this, and now here's the next one. So, what do you think, man? I'm I I like this. I like the idea of this a lot. I think everyone has since since the beginning. I think the first announcement came pretty much on the heels of um, everybody falling in love with Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue, and so it was a good idea because everybody said at that time like we could really use a game that was just all sailing like this. So now we have one. And I, I may not grab it at launch, but that's mostly because we're, you know, about to close on a house and we could use every extra dollar right now. But I'll definitely yeah. come back to it at some point. Now, I, ideally, if you were going to go um, whole hog on this game, you would do it right at launch when there's going to be the most players and before anybody gets too overpowered. But that's that's just where I'm at. I like it. I'm not obsessed with this idea. Some people are. Yeah, I think it's just going to be really, really cool, man, because completely different vibe i'm getting just from right now with all the battle royale going on and it's it's neat to see somebody taking a different chance keeping in the vein of that competitiveness i mean because come on you're a pirate you're gonna kill people when you see them sure but yeah it looks like they've done what they set out to do i'll I'll reserve further judgment until i see the rest of the polish and the rest of the everything that they're gonna put in before launch but yes i mean I'm, i'm glad it's an option for players for sure it's pretty cool man Okay, so we need to go south. And we got a pretty long voyage here, so we can get the... Yeah, let's talk about things. Well, we got a few things to talk about. I guess we should tackle news first. That's going to be the frustrating part of the show. Are we talking about what I think we're about to talk about? I don't see any way around it, man. Here we go. Okay, so... <laughs> we're going political again for the first time uh, this year, at least. But I don't, I don't see how we can help it, so... In, in the light of recent gun violence and uh, uh, very unfortunate situations, um, our president has uh, sort of deflected all the discussion onto video games, just out of uh, right field. Nobody knew, knows where that's coming from, because really we haven't heard video games discussed in a direct association with anything that's happened in the news in quite some time. Um, yeah. That has not been the case in the more distant past. We, we have certainly had... Uh, 
violent episodes where people were like, well, this guy was a Call of Duty player or this guy liked whatever. We have not heard anything like that in quite some time. Uh, but instead of uh, even discussing the, the topic of guns, the White House called a meeting with professionals from the game industry to discuss violence and discuss potential legislation about games and, of course, everyone in any way associated with games is going nuts because they feel like, you know, there are no studies that show these things are related in any way. And, no. <laughs> and uh, so now we've created this situation where the right is totally anti-video game all day, every day now. And the left is just going insane because, you know, I, I can totally see the case where, like, you're doing this to deflect everything off of guns right now. Yes. It's the vibe that I'm getting. Absolutely. So they, they had the first meeting. It was earlier this week, and they released a video which takes just a bunch of out-of-context things from a bunch of different video games. Most of them are not recent. They had the the Call of Duty thing where you go through an airport and there's a terrorist shooting and, and a bunch of innocent people are shot and stuff, and which was intentionally created to cause shock and be controversial as part of a story and as part of a statement about these things. One of the sniper games or something, It's but it was just all hideous stuff, and we all know this is out there. We know there are violent video games. No one's disputing that. But then they sort of went, hey, you guys, why are you doing this to the kids? Which, there's a lot wrong with that, of course, because none of these games are marketed to children. There's already legislation preventing video games from being placed directly into these hands. Uh, you can certainly call in to play the topic of parenting, which I do all the time. <laughs> you know? Yes, I do too. And basically the um, Electronic Software Entertainment Association or whatever, it's basically the same movement who fought this fight in the early 90s uh, behind Mortal Kombat, Doom, games like that, said, hey, we've, we've got study after study after study that say there is no correlation between playing these games and going out and committing acts of violence, which hard to argue with that, right? So, yeah, and they can't say what they want to say, which is this is really just you not wanting to talk about guns. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be where it's at. It, when, when you when you get to looking at this uh, scenario, it just doesn't really pan out in favor of supporting video games, um, creating this violent behavior, because, yes, this this kid that shot up the most recent school in Florida um, admitted to playing call of duty or, or somebody mentioned that he was playing at 15 hours a day and it's like well first of all right off the bat who does um who does anything 15 hours a day no matter what it is like like right off the bat that's the very first thing i'm gonna ask you this guy was recently in the military wasn't he i don't know <laughs> is he doing it there is in college like i don't i don't know about all that there's an interview with ben shapiro and a guy that's ex-military that is really advocating against video games. I did see that. I saw that, and I, I watched it because, you know, I, I often like uh, Ben Shapiro for, uh, when it comes to a conservative viewpoint, I think Ben Shapiro is probably one of the best people to look at. And you and I have talked about this, even on the podcast before, that he's been um, very anti-video game and never explained it, actually, until that interview. He said, basically, my kids are never going to play them because I, I think it's, I think it, Immoral. Shows them immoral things, yes. So I said, okay, fair enough. I don't I don't care if you decide that in your house you're not going to do that. But I thought that was a much better case than some of the nitpicky stuff they bring up on the Daily Wire. And that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's clickbaity stuff. I get it. you got to pay the bills. But I don't really like it when uh, the left does it. I don't like it when the right does it either. His opponent, I guess you would call him in, in that piece, 
just said a bunch of blatantly false stuff. Yes. So, so, and that's one of the things he said in the beginning. When one of the reports, he said that you know the guy alluded to that in the beginning that that he was playing the game for fifteen hours a day. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, first of all, who does anything for fifteen hours a day? You know, that just sounds like a broken person right there. You know, no matter what it is, why are you doing it 15 hours a day? The problem is that's the first time I heard anything like that. And I I looked at a lot of news stories about this. I heard no indication whatsoever this guy played video games. Uh, Maybe he did. There's certainly an agenda for this guy to come out and say this stuff because the guy's written a book on the topic and he's always on the news about the topic. So it's it's tough. It, It still doesn't change the studies. It still doesn't change the fact that, you know, this has been around for so long. Here's my beef with both sides of this thing. This issue has turned everyone into a hypocrite on both sides on the right we've got basically everyone presenting the same argument they reject about guns onto video games it's you know hey we've got to legislate this thing <laughs> dance with that fucking thing in front of me <laughs> i'm gonna swim into the ocean <laughs> But uh, anyways, you're saying... So you've you've got the right rejecting the gun talk and saying the exact same goddamn things about uh, video games. Hey, you you can't legislate this and legislation's not going to work and there's already legislation. All of those things are already true about video games. We've already got laws about it. They're not working. Uh, And then on on the left, you've got the, the same arguments they're making about guns they're unwilling to accept about video games. So they're saying yeah. like, oh, so, uh, you know... You, you're not willing to hear this out at all. And they go like, well, there are studies about it. And suddenly they're rejecting the studies. Like we don't, we, we don't, we don't care if there are a few studies that say it is, there is a correlation. We're not willing to hear about it. Like, well, when they say that about guns, you're pissed off. Yeah. It's like on, on both sides, they've, they've basically just taken their normal stances and swapped and they're being just as stupid about the whole thing. It's, it's very frustrating to watch. It is very frustrating because like it's even if you want to give them the uh, give them the ground and say like, okay, fine, it contributed to his his mental health decline and it did to the kids in Columbine. Doom did since they designed a level after their school. Okay, fine. We'll we'll give you that. But there was like a hundred or I'm sorry, there was one billion copies of the last Call of Duty game sold. Right. And you're talking about potentially creating you know how many mass shooters out of that this the, that the, that number is pretty pretty low i would like to see how many people are are more deeply inspired by characters in movies with the anti-hero trend that we have going on in hollywood how people uh praised the joker oh, since yeah. heath ledger played him and stuff like that and you're like what a bizarre this psychopathic thing and and you and you're inspired by this i think you're spot on i've seen a lot more of that than anything to do with video games same. There hasn't really been it, a video game version of that. No. Nobody goes out I mean, and goes like, hey, I'm Sub-Zero and tries to free somebody to death. Like, I know that's a stupid example, but you just, you don't see any version of that. You don't see a Call of Duty villain pop up in real life with somebody dressed up and shooting up a theater. You don't see that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, so I was just getting ready to mention that weirdo that tried, I mean, he kind of looked like the Joker. He intentionally um, dressed that way. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. Yeah, I don't see that. And and so then you look at those stats of what, a half dozen? Um, and now, now I'm not trying to downplay the fact that children are dying. Um, I really I really want to emphasize that. But, but when I get ready to say this, but if you give us half a dozen 
cases where you where you say video games could attribute it to some mass shooting and you still the statistics there those numbers are still so staggeringly in the advantage of just not affecting people in that regards when you have a half dozen versus a billion copies of a video game sold and here's the part that pisses me off about this entire argument on both sides. And Six and a billion. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you three sides because I am a gun owner, I'm a video game player, and I'm a parent. So what yeah. pisses me off about Same. this is that the loudest voices you hear on both sides, I don't believe either fucking one of them when they say that they're c- concerned about the kids because the ones who don't want to give away guns will not give you one inch, will not entertain one single notion that, yes, guns are a problem when they're in the wrong hands. And on the other side... You've got idiots saying the same goddamn thing about video games when you know what? There are going to be some cases we can look at where somebody played video games when maybe they shouldn't have and they spent too much time and they weren't in the right frame of mind and yet yeah, might have pushed them over the edge. So when both of you idiots tell me we're, we're concerned about the kids, I don't fucking believe either one of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a parent and that comes first. And you know what? Before I was a parent, it still would have come first because I'm a human being. I'm a citizen of this country. I don't want people hurt. Yep. Certainly not over shit like this. Come on. I know. And you you know, and, and and it's like I told my dad this afternoon. He came over this afternoon, had a I cooked us a nice lunch and we may had a small birthday party for him. His birthday's tomorrow. Um, but we got together today and we were talking about this topic and I said to him, I go, you know, it's like this. Violent video games, did they help this guy? His mental state. Right. No. Okay, no, no. Was he on psychiatric medication? Possibly. I don't know that don't yet, know but that, it's yeah. common. It's common in a lot of these. So let's say psychiatric medication was involved in this. Was that did that help him in the situation? No. Combination combination of video games and that probably wasn't helping. How about coming from a broken home? How about, yeah. you know, not not having a positive male role model in any regard? OK, you when you start to heap all of these things on there, the video games, the, the brain altering medications, the fact that he had access to a, a rifle like that. And the police reports and the fact the FBI had him in custody at one point and had his laptop for a year, I think, was one of the is one of the details that was out there. What would you do with that laptop? I would immediately burn that lap. If the FBI had one oh of my, my laptops God, yeah. for a year, I would stick it in a barrel in East St. Louis and cover it in gas and burn it. Yeah. But uh, um, and, and so when you put all of that together, you get that recipe. It's not just this. And to me, it is so laughable that. The president would entertain this. It is so so blatantly a diversion from having a more serious conversation. Yes. Just like you've already pointed out that it's just like, come on, because if you're going to do this about entertainment, then you're going to really have to take a strong look at Hollywood. Like I pointed out already, we need to really take a strong look at Hollywood in several regards, the sexual harassment regard and then the content they put out and then in the anti-violence stuff. You know they're all on board with that, and then the content they put out. Okay, you really want to talk, go after a, a, a market that that would be one to really want to take a hard look at and be like, well, t- talk about talking out of both sides of your mouth and double speak here. Yeah, you know, right? It's just like, come on, guys, let's let's get real. And I'm kind of getting ranty because I am passionate about it, but I have ideas. I have ideas that I feel are really good for this situation that would really help out. With gun control, I don't re- I don't want to go too much further into that, but um, it's I'm running into that same problem like you alluded to. That is uh, either side, uh, you 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 get this push pull going on that's just incredibly unhealthy. And then here we are, gamers crammed in the middle of it. I already get so much crap from everybody for admitting to playing video games. Oh, you're a grown man and all this and that. I'm like you. <laughs> it's like 
uh, now this, now we're put right back for no good reason. We just want to have fun in an awesome virtual pirate pirate world, guys. Right. Leave us alone, please. Right. Please. It's such a silly thing. There's so many people we don't give any shit. Like when I was just talking to my wife about this, we went out to breakfast the other day and all the people around us were talking about was who's coaching this like junior high level football team. And these were people without kids. Like they were talking about like ah oh, so and so down the street like his son's playing this year and he he's not liking it as much as things going to do next year and they they talked about leaving the school district so we could play soccer at some other school blah 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 I'm like oh my god who cares about and and I don't I don't look at I honestly don't look at college football fans any differently it's like oh did you go to this school <laughs> no do you, do you have a kid in the school friend friend's no. kid neighbor no I I like the colors never flown over the state. Like, what is this? (laughs) But you know what? If people have stuff that they like like that, I don't have to think the world of it, but fine. How you spend Sunday afternoon is up to you, man. I don't care. I I don't know. It's it's not fair for me to go like, well, we don't use their stuff. Like, yeah, we do use their stuff. We talk about football like, oh, this is the macho culture and the over-violent nature of sports and all this stuff. And like, we we can't – how come we never are willing to sit down and look at – at, at the actual nature of the family like this this guy like you said he had a broken home he had just lost a parent i don't know what the situation was with his father but i i don't think he was around it's no it's just incredibly it, it's very weird to me that no one's willing to go like oh yeah that definitely played a factor because it definitely did totally did it, and totally it always did. does and so until we can be again it goes against people's agendas because we're we're trying to push the idea that like you know, uh, the traditional family doesn't need to look like the traditional family anymore. And I'm not saying it does. I'm I'm saying if this kid had two parents of any kind who were present and active and really attentive to his needs, I don't care who they are, where they came from, what they look like. It, you're looking at a different story. It's not going to yep. be the same. Yep. For a lot of reasons, I still don't think we've moved past uh, our our politics and our agendas to really get concerned about the victims. I still don't think we're there. Yeah. And we wonder, like, what's it going to take? I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe we'll never get there. I know. It's such, it's, 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 it's a multifaceted issue, and you can't just start pointing out, you know, the easy outs in this or what feels like an easy out to you and saying, you know, it's just come on, man. It's, it's, like, um, it's like age baiting. I feel like it's age baiting because the people that are going to hear this message about violent video games are grandma and grandpas, the, the baby boomer generation that have no idea – what in the heck is going on on these things? And then now they're just going to be immediately fe- filled with fear and hatred towards it. And we're, we're both already hearing it. And yes, and it's just like, come on, there's no good reason for that. But, you know, it's just like, I feel like it's just playing on that ignorance of the situation. And it's not their fault that they're ignorant of it. It's just a weird, different thing, you know? Right, I mean, how, to, how much time do you want your Aunt Judy to spend on learning about Xbox? Like, I, I expect zero minutes. Like, I don't... I don't need you to know about that at all, but at the same time, I don't want you to, I don't want someone to come behind my back and lie to you about what I'm doing. Exactly. 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 But no, sadly, when you speak as an actual gamer, isn't that funny? They'll listen to a person on the TV, on the news that they have never met in their entire life. And they meet an actual gamer. That's like, well, it's not actually like that. And they're like, well, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We we cling to fear. We, We prefer it. Okay. 
Okay. All right. You've never met this person. You don't even know if they play video games. You don't even know if they actually know anything about the game that they're telling you about. Man, the head explosions are so realistic. Did the heads blow off in that game? That game they were talking about, I didn't see any heads blowing off. Yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, no one's ever gone into a school and thrown Xbox discs at somebody and killed them. It's just never <laughs> happened. So we can we can argue about this all we want, but at the end of the day, like, yes, there are more pressing issues. And that's not that I'm saying, like, we need to make guns evaporate overnight because it's just not possible. But until until we're willing on both sides to go, like, yes, I'm going to take what I love and put it on the chopping block just so we can look at if we need to take take a slice off the end, um, whether it be games, whether it be guns, uh, whether it be pornography. Like, I, I I told you the other day, like, the first thing we need to talk about, if we're going to talk about, like, well, media needs to be curtailed and all this stuff, like, is it just me or are we worried about, like, this weird over-sexualized culture and porn is more accessible than it's ever been? Like, nobody wants to talk about that because they no. all want their porn. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah. everyone's got something they're they're protecting at all costs, and we we have to get over that. Man, that's real. Okay, let's leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm ready to I'm ready to talk about games since we're playing such a wicked cool game. We should talk about games. We did do our first uh, streamed dev session uh, this week. What's it been three nights ago now? Something like that. Something like that. It, yeah, it was a learning experience, and then like, um, but also it was really, it was really cool. It was so cool. I had such a good time doing that. I, I knew I would, and man, I hope that's the first of many because it, it took us a while to set up, and that's why I thought it'd make a good topic for tonight because uh, a lot of people listening to this, if you're already in development on something, you could certainly benefit from just considering making like live streaming your, your development process, make that a factor in your uh, social media marketing or your, you know, audience building. It's, it's a good idea to just make that part of your tool set. And it's not easy to, <laughs> to get it going sometimes as we discovered. So I, yes. I thought we'd kind of chit chat about what we did. Like, like I said, we, we got online and it took us more than an hour to get going. I think. Yeah, and tonight was almost about the same thing. Unfortunately, we had a lot of the same problems tonight. I know why. You learn every time, but uh, yep. yeah. Thing. <laughs> we what, what our plan was, was we picked a Unity tutorial that we wanted to build off of to make something, and we're well on our way. But our, our first big mistake when we did that was we both got online and got on Skype together and went, okay, let's update Unity real quick. Yeah. And there's absolutely so... no such thing as update Unity real quick. No, <laughs> that was the first thing. So check check your updates. Even if you think you have everything updated, do a dry run. Just <laughs> start there. What uh, what you and I try to do since we do everything at night after our kids go to bed, um, I try to make sure a few hours in advance that I sort of get things opened up and updated and moving. And I didn't do it that one night. And the one night I didn't do it. It stung me and and totally derailed us for quite some time. It's always it's always how it goes. And when you think you have OBS, God love OBS, but when you think you have OBS set up right, mm, she's just brutal. OBS <laughs> is so emotional, and I'm still it is. I'm still learning some of the features. But we have absolutely discovered things that are are not feature based. They're just quirks, like they're straight yep. up bugs and and weird. Uh, features that you don't expect to work the way that they do. Uh, it's it's just it's been a hell of a ride. So, 
But it is, like most people agree, it's the best way to stream to Twitch. And some people agree that if you have multiple video and audio sources, it's the best way to record. And I, I think I agree with that still. But man, you've got to know what you're up against. I have an easier time um, streaming. Uh, I'm sorry, recording multiple sources than I do streaming from OBS. We learned that I do too. Yeah. Because tonight, our, our issue tonight was that we set up for streaming the other night and we had to record tonight and suddenly our settings didn't work the same way. So uh-uh. I think I'm hot on the trails of an answer to that problem, but I still don't have it. So we had to basically set up from scratch. And it's funny, we're set up tonight as if we were just streaming a game, but we're going to record it and tr- I'm going to try to upload it to Twitch. I think we can make it air sometime tomorrow as if it were new. Yes, I think you can. Y- yep. I'm going to change something in my gameplay here but um yeah so so i i absolutely enjoyed watching you work through most of it because you did the bulk of the work on the on the game so far but that was because i don't have that much experience using unity and you we've talked about this several times the, the documentation and the tutorials do not match up to the version that you most likely are using yeah and when you go in there and it looks like Greek, it gets frustrating so fast and you don't know what you need to be paying attention to versus what you can let slide. And watching you just jump through there and going, oh, we can do that later and do that later really gave me a lot of relief in trying to be like, well, I was hung up on areas that just were completely unnecessary to get hung up on. And um, that was awesome to see just how fast you were dropping objects in there and you weren't necessarily worried about too much of it working perfectly or being perfectly aligned. Just get it in there, get it close, get it colorful. Yeah. Get moving. And and you saw me get tripped up a couple of times too. And there's really no shame in it because sometimes unity just no longer looks like what it looked like when they put the tutorial videos together. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that's not too big of a deal. Um, and but see, you know where to go look for that. And when I was new, like sometimes you're just like, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And w- my screen does not look like that at all. <laughs> what I was looking forward to about this week was I knew it was going to be a process to get out of my comfort zone and know that like you were watching and other people might be watching. We had we had, we did have some people join up and they uh, jumped over from I think Twitter probably, and uh, we even got a couple of followers out of it, but. Um, it, it's an, it's an issue because you've got to know that the important part for the viewers is seeing that, that process where you do get caught up and they're able to follow, uh, your train of thought and watch, you know, what you tried when you're doing your trial and error and see the kind of things that lead to a resolution. So they can kind of emulate that in their own work. Like they're not, they're not really watching for the, the expert stuff, you know, as much as they are. Uh, you applying your expertise and overcoming hurdles during the process because that overcoming those hurdles that's what game development looks like it's not this thing are you just going in circles right now <laughs> i am actually trying to i'm actually looking at the map and i'm just not at the wheel yeah but uh yeah it's it, it i think that's probably what's more valuable to a lot of people at at least at the beginner level i i would encourage yeah. people to don't don't worry about making it look like some genius tutorial or, you know, you're not putting on some master class in, you know, game assembly. It's like you're you're in the trenches right now and you're trying to dig your way out of the uh, the underground layer, find a solution to your problems. And that's what people want to learn. 
Yes. I'm hoping that's what you and me can capture as we continue to do this. And it's going to be a lot more fun the next time because we're, we're ready to start putting in our own features. And I've got ideas for the next couple of steps I want to take. And I, um, I'll be able to, to farm some stuff out to you and set you loose on creating your own maps and stuff. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm extremely excited about that because I want to see what we can get this thing rolling into and rolling off of. Yeah, um, you you had kind of when I brought this up to you, like you you acted like, can you stream development on Twitch? And not everybody knows about it, but it has become kind of a thing. And there are communities you can tag that are uh, one's called Creative, and there's one for Unity and and game development stuff. And there are several channels devoted to. Uh, people willing to let people watch this process and it's it's a worthy endeavor for sure like you're you're gonna meet other developers that way and get people interested in playing your game so i i I would tell people not to hesitate i think people are worried also about revealing too much about their games which i i totally get but pick yeah small stuff like hey i'm working on a material tonight it might take an hour and uh, so we're gonna stream that you know, next time, you know, stream yourself debugging something or figure, figuring out something where, you know, you might even have somebody come in and go like, hey, I, I know what you did wrong. I can tell you. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, I just did this here. Save yourself an hour. Yeah. So you can do it on Twitch. The process is as simple as having open broadcast software simultaneously capturing your desktop and like, go ahead and get your webcam going and at least your microphone so people can sort of see what you're doing. I don't. I'm not really into watching things where I can't hear the person do anything. I hate tutorials that way. Have you seen tutorials where it's like there's no voice, there's no, <laughs> no audio? Yeah, it's weird, dude. And and they think that like more text notes on the screen will help when that's like the least helpful thing in the world. I'm gonna come <laughs> because it's cut. I'm gonna come cut your head off if you don't steer this ship. <laughs> I don't know. I can't find this uh, island anywhere. Well, we're going to stop turning. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I'm going to put the anchor down. I can't find this <laughs> island. But, um, yeah, no, no, no. Because I, I, then the words are covering the thing you need to see. And yeah. you're like, oh, my God. So it's it's a good practice for getting out of your shell a little bit. If you're, if you're timid by nature or shy about the microphone or camera or webcam or stream or whatever, it's, it's good practice. People understand it's not going to look beautiful all the time. Like sometimes you're going to be Googling something and feeling dumb. Uh, that's just finally found it. That's just part okay. of the thing. Sometimes you're going to be spinning in a boat and looking at the map forever and then realize it was just like right there. <laughs> yeah, I guess playing games is the same way. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, for, for, oh, I fell out of the boat just now. So for, okay. um, for, for us, for our purposes, we just got together when we could. We didn't really schedule it in advance. Uh, we sort of did between us, but we didn't do a lot of marketing for that. I would encourage people, if you're building an audience for a game that you're working on, go ahead and set a schedule and let people know. Promote it on Twitter and Facebook and wherever your people are. You usually know where your people are. For me, it's Twitter. So w- when I posted this on Twitter and said, hey, we're live right now. It's a development session. We had people right away come, come ch- check it out. Um, your audio wasn't going through for a while, so I probably sounded like a maniac talking to myself. Ha! But once we got in the groove, it was great. I was I was going, you were asking me questions, we were discussing stuff back and forth, and I think by the end of the night, we had already gotten kind of decent at it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, next time we do it, it'll be really nice. Um, yeah, you know, and the thing, too, when you start streaming and everything like that, 
it's just like anything else in life. You're going to just meet, you're just going to meet some, some turds and, and they might end up on your stream, but you need to just keep doing what you're doing because, you know, there's billions of people on earth, millions, billions of people have internet access. It's true. Not every, not everybody's going to treat you like that. And, and we say that because we, we don't want people to be surprised and I don't think they would, but to tell you the truth, I've not had much of that, especially on streams. I've had people leave crappy YouTube comments, but I have I don't think I've ever had any annoying or abusive people in streams that I've done. I've been I was playing Need for Speed one time and there was a guy who logged on because he knew the game so well. He actually knew the streets by heart on Need for Speed and he was like blurting out Oh my gosh. <laughs> right, he was blurting out routes to me. He's like, "No, no, turn on uh, Vandross or whatever. I'm like, what? What? Get out of here! <laughs> it, was, it was nice, other than that, but it was like literally a backseat driver in this video game. I'm like, why? Why have you devoted your life to this? <laughs> like, he clearly looked for streams of this game, and he's like, I'm gonna tell these people which way to turn. That's so crazy. So, if you're gonna have that on Need for Speed, you can probably anticipate some version of someone doing that in your development, and you're well within your rights to go. You know what? This is my thing. I don't want to hear this. Shut up. Yep. No, 100%. And that's the thing. I probably you know, I would, that, too. And that's the thing that I think worries people sometimes, and you kind of just put yourself out there. We're, we're heading to my favorite place. Booty Isle. That's, that's the aisle in the store you'll catch me at. <laughs> <laughs> this is just um, putting yourself out there in a world. It, it does kind of make you vulnerable, okay? I mean, you can't really take that away. But don't let that be the thing that holds you back. Um, just yeah. the chance of meeting somebody poopy in the sandbox. You know, are the kid that doesn't wipe their hands after eating pizza and grabs a controller. I mean, those people exist. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, the benefits, you're, you're growing your audience, you're connecting with people, you're, you know, helping your own reputation. Like, if, you, if you're if you willing to stream this stuff and you're accomplishing things on the stream, like, that, that's good for you. That's That goes on the resume. So, yep. I... I can't I can't speak highly enough about this. I'm Is that you that just jumped out? Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I scared got you scared me too. <laughs> Person, no. But I think I think that's about all we have on on the topic of streaming. You can also do this on YouTube. Um, YouTube is a perfect place for it because really I, I think probably the audiences for it are about the same because it, it it's honestly not huge. You're not going to have as many people watch you work on programming as you would uh, playing PUBG or whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not worthwhile, and it's certainly something we're going to do more of. And I, I hope that some of the same people who listen to this will watch that and vice versa, because that's just another great way to connect with people. Yeah, man. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, the main thing is just with the streaming get out there start doing it and just kind of take the world for what it is and then the, the best advice i've heard on building a streaming platform and you've already alluded to it schedule having a schedule yes plan it be there when you say you're going to be there play as long as you say you're going to play play what you say you're going to play and do in the game what you say you're going to do don't put 360 no scope 420 ninja warrior live <laughs> at 7 p.m eastern time yeah. and then None of that happens. You don't 360 no scope anybody. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, like you just play Minecraft and and do some uh, heavy breathing on the mic. <laughs> That's my favorite. And then, yeah, there you go. That's your stream. No, no, no. You got to live up to your stream. You know, be, know who you are. Know your limitations. Be on time. 
And the- if you want if if you want to make money at something, if you want to grow popularity at something, you you there's no way around being professional. And so doing what you say you're going to do on your streams and being on time and doing the thing is going to be the best. Absolutely. And that's still people's number one complaint about our podcast. I don't know why. I feel like I could come up with better complaints. But <laughs> in- schedule inconsistency is the number one. And I, I guess from my own sense of well-being mentally, like that's a good complaint to hear compared to like you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It could be that. It's like, yeah, we want to know when to catch you. and Yeah, so I appreciate that problem. But yeah, that's just to illustrate that it is absolutely worth pinning down a schedule and doing it. And we would love to. We just have a few challenges in the way called, you know, family and <laughs> responsibilities and not getting paid. So if, if some money came along, I think we might be able to put more emphasis on that. But that's really not anyone else's problem but ours. We just have to get our, our uh, ourselves established and get some people on board as sponsors, advertisers, that kind of thing. And I think GDC is going to be a big, big help. So I'm not too worried about it for the moment. That's awesome. enjoyed any part of this i know we were a little bit all over the place but if you're able to pick out a favorite part we'd love to have you subscribe to the game dev breakdown podcast on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher there's uh, unlimited places to find us we podcast we have videos on twitch youtube you name it find us on twitter find us anywhere around the web we'd love to have you along thank you john scheiber yes and uh thank you rare for making this fine fine sailor game Yep. (laughs) We will catch you guys next week.